Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. In 2022, I'm setting a new mental health goal. I want to start eating better. I want to start surrounding myself with really, really, really positive individuals. And I want to continue my journey to therapy. And uh, I also want to continue sharing it with all of you. And one of the best ways to follow through on healthy mental health habits is by working with a licensed therapist. My therapist has definitely helped me stay focused and stay on my path uh, to a better lifestyle, especially when it comes to my mental, my spiritual, and my emotional. With BetterHelp, you can access their network of over 20,000 licensed therapists. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. If you've ever searched for a counselor in your area, you know it can take weeks or even months just to get a phone call back. With BetterHelp, you could start communicating in as little as 48 hours. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you could schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid that's available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WhoHow. That's BetterHelp.com slash WhoHow. And join over 2 million people taking charge of their own mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You deserve to prioritize your mental health this year. So get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash WhoHow. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Now enjoy the show. Who are you? 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 We're good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who and How Club. It is your boy, Eris Dejan, checking in once again. What's good? It's been a long day, ladies and gentlemen. If you only knew, if you only knew what it took to create energy and spaces such as this and these platforms that us creatives, you know, come up with ideas with and try to bring them to life to, to feed you all and to give you all some sort of substance and things to digest and and delve into you know we're having some difficulties today as as usual you know uh as i mentioned on the live today um we were supposed to be shooting in control room we're going to be shooting outside of control room today and we'll dive more into that on why we're outside but honestly it sets a dope tone 
uh, there's more of a, it's a different kind of setting. And uh, I like this ambiance. I, I think what we're, what this is right now in front of this brick and stuff like that with our guests today, I think that this is meant to be. We're meant to be outside. We're not hot. We're not boiling up inside of that room that we were just in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of noise and distractions were in that room. When we're out here in nature, all we can do is just focus on each other and just focus on our conversation. So I think uh, mm. this is meant to be. So without further ado, further ado, we have a guest, a special guest on today's show, and he goes by the name of Mike Regis. And everyone, uh, let's put some hand claps for that. Welcome to the show, Mike Regis. Welcome to the Who and How Club, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me on first time guest but not the first not first time uh, listener you've listened to the show before right absolutely Am I correct? yeah and uh when you hear the, the the title like the who and how club like what's the first thought that comes to your mind like when we asked you to be on the show like what was the first thought yeah who and i was like that is a very interesting title you know the who and how club right so the who so who they are and how they did it and i think that that title breeds way to a lot of interpretation mm. and that's what intrigued me mm. what about the how part did the I, how stick out at all the who and how that definitely the who is like its own component and like the slogan of the show is like you are the who and how club i am the who and how club and we are the who's and how's of this world word hence the name right like i truly believe that we make the world go round. Mm-hmm. you know who we are and how we became the who's that we are today and uh figuring out like the what's you know, the whens, the five W's, the who, what, when, where, why, and the how. how. You know what I'm saying? Word, 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 word. So uh, shout out to the Quiet Council for setting this up for us today. So I'm really happy that I'm getting this chance to meet you and just have a chance to just touch base with you and who Mike Regis is. Word. So we're going to dive deep into who you are. And uh, in who and how fashion, we usually start with like the question of all questions, right? That mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how to answer. Who are you? So, my name is Mike Regis. I'm a filmmaker, film director. Going to be one of the biggest in the world. That's a fact. And for me, I'm at the core, I'm a storyteller. I love to tell stories and I use this medium for my storytelling tools. For self-expression. Exactly. What got you into this medium? What is this medium? How would you define it? I would define this medium as visual storytelling. You know, from a uh, historical perspective, you know, started as pictures, right? So film is just like a collection of pictures just going really, really fast. Mm. But with the emergence of digital, now you can record things. So that's sort of the medium. And I came in, obviously, being a younger person in the age of digital. So I would say, you know, even to a degree, I find myself being a digital content creator, too. It's really exploded. So you have more than just the director title like a lot of us a lot of people from the old school right Mm -hmm. they they know they're familiar with the term director Mm -hmm. but you define what you do and the titles that you've given yourself more than just that one title yeah right i would say because there's video director hopefully i'm trying to be a television director so i like to say i'm a director overall a director overall yeah yeah you're also a model or you've done some modeling right and so hey man we gotta pay the bills we gotta pay the bills right (laughs) So talk, talk to the people about like what it's like for you as a person who tends to be more behind the camera, but then you have those little increments of, of moments where you're in front of the camera. Like what's the, how would you compare the two? 
honestly, I have to commend you all for doing that because I can't do it. I love <laughs> being behind the scenes. Truth be told, you know, just the confidence, charisma you have to have on screen. And then somebody like me telling you behind the scenes, hey, like, that was okay. Do it again. Directing. Yeah, Directing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how y'all can do that. But uh, it. But on a serious note, I think it provided a tremendous amount of empathy for my actors. You know what I mean? Or people that I work with now. Now, I would say beforehand, I was a bit more stern with my actors. But I'm a lot more empathetic. Because I know what it's like to be in front or the nerves and all that type of stuff. Once you get that experience, you understand what they're going through. Exactly, and it, it's very rare that like the actors get to know what the director is going through because directing people, you're really managing people. Yeah, and it's it. There are many challenges to that, right? So, like, what are some challenges that you have faced as a person being from behind the camera, managing, directing, guiding, uh, people who are meant to be in front of the camera? What are some challenges that come with that? So that's an interesting question, and I don't feel like I have too many problems anymore. Because I put thought into who I'm hiring on. Mm. I hire somebody to not stress me out. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what I really, really look at. You know, the resume, the criteria, but getting to know them as a person. Mm -hmm. You know, so for the most part, the people I collaborate are extremely autonomous. But I put that thought into who I would collaborate with, you know? And sometimes you will have somebody that's very qualified. Mm Mm-hmm. But doesn't have the personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. But somebody that's not as qualified but has the personality, hunger, and drive. Yes. So it's the qualities that I like that are exhibited in the person that I want to hire. Then I'll go hire them. Can you can you still work with an individual who might not have, like you just mentioned, some people might have this, some mm-hmm. people might not have that, or vice versa. Can you still find a way to work with either or? Yeah. Is there always a way to... It's my job to make them better you know yeah my job is to make them better if you know if you're weak in a certain area your skill set it's my job to elevate that you know yes it's my job to make you feel good about yourself when you come to work yes you mentioned stresses so like what are some of the stresses of the old that you used to experience that you don't experience anymore we can be fully transparent you know like you know you're shooting in two hours and somebody says hey i can't make it you know that's big like you're like two hour. Yeah, we're about to start. We're two about hours to start. From now and so you know, pulls out, yeah. um, you know, we're budgetary issues, all those types of things, you know. But uh, if I if you put a lot of time and thought into really evaluating the person, even most importantly, their humanity. Who they are as a person, I think you're pretty much OK mm. if you really follow your intuition. And the times I didn't follow my intuition, the times I got screwed, mm. you know, the times I really followed my intuition and really really thought about things and evaluated the passion the energy and drive because you know compensating some somebody for something only takes them so far Mm. you know yes but that passion drive and will will take them over the top the heart you know yes i think that like as creatives like I think it's just there are challenges that come with just being a creative overall. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those those kinds of challenges only creatives understand whether Word. you're from behind the camera, in front of the camera, yeah. you're a podcaster, a rapper, mm-hmm. whatever kind of art form. There there there's so many challenges that come with it because you go based off of how you feel. Like mm-hmm. if I don't feel like creating today, I may not. I mm-hmm. may not show up or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And like people people face that on a day to day. But like you might if you don't create this thing or get Mm. to this thing that you're trying to accomplish you might miss out on something so those are like battles that we have with ourselves Mm. right 
has there ever been like a battle that you have faced where it's like you want you had a goal for yourself Mm -hmm. you had this mission but something personal got in the way whether it was a feeling Mm -hmm. or you know so i'm different i'm inherently a very logical individual Mm. like very very logical i think too logical sometimes (laughs) so like the logic side of my brain will override the emotional side of my brain Mm. so there are times where i don't want to do something does the brain have an emotional side i uh, definitely i have to listen emotion for my job right um but if i know i need to do something i'll power through it Mm. you know what i mean like if we're being real one of my homies committed suicide Mm. i went to his funeral saw him open casket and went to work the exact same night because i had a deadline Mm. so that's how seriously i take this and how seriously this needs to be taken you know um so there are times of course i don't want to do things but I know I have to do it. And especially, you know, when you grow as a leader and you have people that believe in you, you know, much like yourself, I can't let somebody down, you know? Yes. So that's the way I look at it. This, if, if it's okay with you, let's go back to, to what you just mentioned about your friend. You said yeah. he's a friend. Yeah. Oh, was that was my homie, man. Yeah. Did you feel like you were suppressing any feelings that day when you went to the funeral and then still having to go to work that night and pushed yourself to really go in and create were there any feelings you were kind of suppressing at all or did you put the feelings that you might have felt that day into the work that night um that's a great question no that, that has me thinking i don't think i suppress those feelings maybe put it to the work maybe subconsciously mm. but for me it's like we got to keep it you know as sad as that event is i got to keep it moving you know you have to go Pay your respects to the individual. Pay respects to the family. And then, man, got to go get it. I'm sorry for your loss, by the way. It's all good, brother. What did that person mean to you? Oh, that was my my boy. What's, it's so interesting. Like, he sent me an email, like, like almost like 10 years ago, critiquing one of my little films. You know what I mean? In high school. And he was the first one to give me concise feedback. So to see, like, where hopefully we're taking this. You know what I mean? And where we're going to take this. It's in his honor. I think he's going to be super proud. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, you know. Um, have you dealt with the, the pain or any emotions that you felt towards losing your friend? Have you? Do you feel like you've dealt with those emotions? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You've moved yeah. From, how long ago was it? I think almost like a year and a half, two years ago. Because of pre-COVID, yeah. So it had to have been 2019. Sorry, man. I don't know what it's, it's like all to, good, man. to lose it's all life, someone man. that close to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, we just had a couple guests on the show this past week um, who and, and on that episode. It was the first episode where there were kind of tears mm-hmm. shed because we were speaking about death yeah. and people losing people, especially during this time of COVID. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I even shared like recently at work, one of my clients died, someone who I was really close with. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's the closest I've been to death. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I, it's intriguing to see how people really react to mm-hmm. death and what what it really means to us who are still mm-hmm. here versus the person who we might have just seen yesterday, but today they're not here. Yeah. What are your thoughts on death after experiencing f- something like that? It's not a foreign concept to me. Like, I've seen it happen all my life. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're not around it, then it's like, oh, my gosh. But I've not like to the degree of you know other people yeah but it's not foreign to me so you know do you incorporate death or those experiences that aren't foreign to you into in your work 
and this in your creations pardon me would they would do you incorporate them into your work at all like death yeah i think or those things that maybe you're 18th not? birthday yeah well yeah. F- my bad everybody i give away the ending um, <laughs> um sorry <laughs> he's met ladies and gentlemen he's mentioning a, a short film that he, yeah. he directed that i uh we could talk more about yeah, that after but, but um, yeah sorry everyone yeah, yeah. um my bad. I shouldn't no, have said no. that. But You're, I guess in you'll the, be creating more, right? The, They'll the, see more in the subconscious element, definitely. But um, I can't fear anything. I know that sounds. I I believe I have like a very like military militarized general mindset. You know, because mm. when you're leading the team, because as a director, your goal is to. This is the way I look at it. Like, you know, to a degree, like you're the captain of a ship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to get the team to the other side. And that's my sole mission. I got to get the team to the other side. You know what I mean? And they can't see me sweat. So I got to keep it like a hundred. I got to keep it militant. I got to keep it stoic. But I think think if they see you sweat, it kind of builds a little bridge there between you, the relationship between you and the team you're leading. Because like, I think there's power in vulnerability. There's power in in showing that yeah you still feel or you uh-huh. still you're not perfect right even mm-hmm. as the leader mm-hmm. that's why they trust you to begin with to, to follow your lead you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. this person is setting a good example for us mm-hmm. is going to take us to the next stage or whatever and mm-hmm. we're all going to bust together right whether mm-hmm. it's through artistic endeavors yeah. or business ventures whatever you know like teamwork so mm-hmm. i understand what you're saying but I think it's important to, as a leader, to still show like, show a little sweat sometimes. Word, word, word. You know what okay, I mean? Because I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because a, a true, and I'm learning this too. Yeah. It's okay to show the sweat because it shows that you're not afraid to sweat. Mm-hmm. That fearlessness is still there. You know, so like, you sweating or show the sweat. We're using that as a metaphor. Like, it shows that you're you're strong enough to still sweat in front mm-hmm. of folks and still still be that leader still be that captain and lead mm-hmm. the team to whatever the mission is you know what i mean yeah so um so talk about 18th birthday yeah that i thought that was a you know a little short film i made yeah thank you for watching it yes um and i think it was just something thank you for creating it oh well, because thank I you think, i think the subject matter in it is it's spot on mm-hmm. with things that we're seeing in the news and stuff like that and you know, in the neighbor, in the communities that we're all from, you know mm. what I mean? Especially being black. So word. I think it was a necessary story to tell. Word, word, word. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And I, it's, you know, I think when it comes to these projects, I kind of found that, like, I think as an artist, when I was kind of like, this is what I think and this is what I want to see. That's when people really responded. But when I was doing things I thought people would like. That's when no one responded. And I always found that very, very interesting, you know? Hmm. So say that again. So when you were doing things that you liked, yeah. you're saying people were responsive or yeah. not? They were. What you liked. The things I liked. As opposed to catering to yeah. to what they liked. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting because you would think it's the opposite, right? Let's 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 talk. Let's debate that. Let's Meaning talk. as in yeah. if Because yeah, we know, especially like in music. Are yeah. you create? Let's let's use the music thing. Like, yeah. are you making it for yourself? Are you creating for self, or yeah. are you creating for an audience? It's true. So, break a bre- invite us into the realm of being in your shoes and what the differences might look like when you are creating for others versus for yourself. What benefits? I think when you're creating for others, they're paying you, <laughs> <laughs> and when you're creating for yourself, self-funded. 
Um, but I think when you're creating for others, you have to keep them in mind, you know? Because I do some client work as well, fortunately, and that's you're, you're creating it for other people, right? But when you do something for yourself, this is like, this is what I like. This is my point of view. This is my voice. But what I found so interesting is in the films that I made that my voice was, it was and is expressive. That's when people start to gravitate towards. I think it's authenticity. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah, for sure. I yeah. think I think if you build it, they will come, right? Yeah. Regardless of what medium you're creating in. And I think mm. it's important to just express oneself. Yeah. And then people, I'm sure people will relate to it. Like when I created this platform, mm -hmm. the goal was to just show people that like we could speak to strangers and learn so much from one another. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not necessarily like a self. Um, it's not necessarily for self, mm -hmm. but I if I see myself in other people. And you see yourself in others, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you, you're you're organically creating for everybody Word. plus yourself. Like, I don't think there's a separation is what I'm trying to say. Like, when mm -hmm. you create, you create. The moment you click send and you mm -hmm. put it out into the ether, that's when it becomes for everybody else. Word. I think at the core of creation, you're always creating for yourself because mm -hmm. you are a creator. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You are a... You have the eyes. You have the hands. You're the sculptor of whatever your mm -hmm. idea... Because it's coming from your mind. Mm -hmm. So it flows from your mind to your heart, through your arms and your, and your fingertips and you're controlling this thing and now now we have access to so many people so the mm -hmm. moment we put it out there i feel like that's when it becomes for them you know mm -hmm. it's like a gift you're sharing to to strangers word, people word. that you don't even know word 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 do you agree or am yeah. i losing you i understand where you're coming from yeah for me it's like because i think you this is on like a i think like an introspective point of view yeah. on that subject of like creation and creating for yourself I'm more interested in the intention behind the creation. Mm. If I intend to create something for you, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm creating it for you. That's the way I look at it, you know? Yes. Yes, I might be the creator, you know what I mean? Yes. But I'm creating it for you, and that's my approach to it. Yes. Because my cognitive process will change. It's like, what do you think about it? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I, that's what I'm going to say when I'm creating this. What do you think about it? What do you think about yes. it? What do you yes. think about it, right? Yes. And what your thoughts on that supersedes my thoughts on that mm. because I'm making that for you mm. versus me making something for myself. What do I think about it? And I put it out in the world, but I have to be wary and cognitive of the reception that I might get for it. Mm. Uh, that's my point of view on that. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but we never know. We never know what, what kind of reception we're going to, yeah. we could assume it's true. We might create something and we're like, Oh, no one's going to like this song. Yeah, and then, it <laughs> and then it's it's the one right? that bring, it propels you to the next level and is the breakthrough song of your or the film or whatever, right? So it's just like we never know as creators. It's just yeah. it's like throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks. It's true, and, and it's an emo and art. It, I would say to a degree is an emotional art form. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Meaning as in it's meant to elicit emotion. Mm. That's to say. I feel this song. Mm. This movie made me feel something. Mm. You know, there's a feeling associated with art in that art form. Yeah. So I think if you inspire an emotion or spike an emotion within your that's artistry. A, that's an accomplishment. I think it's an accomplishment. I agree you know? with you. That's yeah. the way I Feelings. look at it. It's, I like, I like that. it's about feel, you know? Yes. It's really about feel. I think music especially, you know? like Yes. 
That's I mean, like, and, and movies as well. Like, imagine how many times, like, we retain information. So, <laughs> like, us as human beings, we're all the capacity of mm-hmm. our memories are very different based on whoever we are and what, how much information we're actually retaining. But mm-hmm. we'll never forget how we feel. And we'll never forget, like, how a movie made us feel mm-hmm. or that mo- where we were in that moment when yeah. that film was on or, like, sitting mm-hmm. on the carpet watching it at grandma's house or, or that song with mm-hmm. the, your first love, you know? Or it's mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Like, art, like you're saying, art, evo- it, it, it evokes, like... Emotion. It, 100%. So I'm with you on that. And I think that's great art, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, to evoke, that evokes emotion. And, and I also feel evokes dialogue. Mm. right mm. like if you leave a picture and two people have a different point of view on it i think that i think you did a good job yes you know yes they might both they it might should be polarizing art should be po- like there should be exactly. people should be debating it and arguing yeah. it and having different sides of like exactly. a p- different of difference of opinions on it yeah. you got it and even an if, accomplishment there. even if one person liked it one person hated it yeah you know what i mean yeah they can still provide reason and point of view as to what works and what didn't. So talk about how, when you started creating, like, like how and what drove you to start to like, okay, let's, what, what triggered your creative abilities? Like, what was that moment that you're like, oh, I'm able to do this. Like, this is a power of mine. Within the art form? Yeah. Okay. Like, how old were you? What, what was that thing? I would say, okay, no, I'm just trying to really process your question okay so i would say it was about 17 when i made like a little video and it was played in front of the whole school and they loved it you know um it was very interesting videos like literally about my so the the idea was my um students took over the school and like the principal became batman mm-hmm. and he went to go like you know save everybody right yeah but people were laughing cheering and stuff and this one teacher who I did not like and we got into a lot of arguments ended up liking the video. She didn't know what was behind it, but she liked it. I was like, I have something here, you know? Yes. So yes. Um, that's the way I looked at it. And I thought that was really interesting to be able to make people feel an emotion or for that, well, I was like seven, five, seven minutes for them to forget about maybe the problems they have in their households. You know what I mean? So I thought, I thought that was emotionally gratifying for me. Do you ever look back at that that creation? Do you ever revisit it? I can't it? find it. No? I can't find it. I'm so it's I'm somewhere cheese, man. somewhere it's in somewhere. the ether. Someone yeah. has it. Someone has. It. I'm gonna. I know somebody that might have it. I'm gonna try to get that. What was the pro? So from 17, and you created this 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 visual for for your school, mm-hmm. and you got a got some sort of reception. Mm-hmm. People laughing. People feeling. People who you never sort of got along with reacted to it and felt a way towards it. Then what? What? What spiraled into the Mike Regis I see today sitting across from me? It's just that drive to really do this, you know? Um, I was interested in video beforehand, but practicing my craft, craft, practicing my craft. And when I was in high school, I would email like some producers and stuff. And one producer from Toronto got back to me. He's like, hey, do you want to be a PA? You can come out. <laughs> Being like 16 at the time, my mom was like, no, you're not going to Toronto by yourself. <laughs> nope. Um, but that sparked the interest of me coming here. Then I came here and I had no connections and I grinded. I, I could show you emails of just rejections and emails and emails and emails and emails. But eventually 
you know, some people saw the work I've been doing and just gave me a shot. It only takes one. I unfortunately, you know. One. One. One, you know. So you're not originally from Toronto. From Hamilton. From Hamilton. And Born in Calgary. Born in Calgary. Okay. Uh, yeah, the ladies I had on the show actually are from Edmonton. Oh, word, uh, word, recently. word, word. They're, they're, all, they're fellow podcasters. They were on the show this week. For, uh, they're from a show called uh, No Shame Babe. Oh, and wow. They're, they're based out in uh, Edmonton. So it's funny that, yeah. So you're in, in originally from Calgary. And then from Calgary, you moved to Hamilton. What was life like in Hamilton for you? It was cool. Growing up. It was cool. Um, definitely made a lot of friends. At the time, I I definitely had a lot of... Well, my bad. I went to Calgary, to Vaughan, then to Hamilton. We'll skip in the journey. Um, but I would say Hamilton was great. I met a lot of great friends. I didn't have a self-identity at the time. Mm. So I feel like retrospectively, I definitely was struggling with that aspect of self-identity and fitting in and things like that. And that was... And I would see how... This is during your teens? Yeah, yeah. But I would see how, like, I would do things to fit in that were outside of who I was and I didn't, never felt comfortable doing you know what I mean and why do you think why do you think there's such an urge for us to like because we all go through that at a certain stage especially yeah. during our teens right mm-hmm. we want to be cool we want to fit in why is there such an urge for us to do that and then why do you feel well, like what why was it so important for you to fit in well I think from a societal perspective we always want to fit in it's acceptance is why do people go to church you know what I mean I think it's a social thing. You know, I obviously yes, like yes, yes. I'm a Christian, you know what I mean? <laughs> my dad's, you know, my dad's a pastor. So, I know if it's anybody that knows about the church is me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I believe it's a sense of community, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um why well, I think why people want to fit in is because we're social human beings, you know? Yes. Why was everybody posting the black square? Yes. Because everybody was posing the black square. Yeah. Without even knowing what yeah. it represented or what it, it exactly. truly was for. You know? Are, do they even have an understanding of if does does this even make a change? The, mm-hmm. What does this really represent, right? But they just want to jump the wagon, right? Anytime exactly. there's a colored black ground that mm-hmm. needs to be posted, we see, and it's hard because we don't know who really means mm-hmm. means it. Word, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's like this influx of just we're just seeing we're just seeing everybody jump mm-hmm. on jump on some sort of wagon but and it's hard to tell who's really genuine and who's not but the the importance of fitting in it's mm-hmm. like a lot of us go through it during our teens because mm-hmm. we're in school we want to crew mm-hmm. we want to be around people we relate we relate to word but then as you get older you kind of move away from that concept and mm-hmm. you find peace and just being like solo dolo and not there is no urge to fit in anymore do you did you ever transition out of that i think i made the transition but i feel like people that are older than me still have made the transition i see it all the time right and i'm not the one to judge because everybody's different but what i've seen and observed is that you know people got to sometimes take them look outside of themselves you know what i mean I know that's really kind of like super like philosophical, all that type of stuff, but really looking outside of yourself and seeing. We talk about that a lot on the show. So uh, go, go. Uh, looking outside of yourself, right? Yeah. And sometimes you'll find yourself in a space, in a situation, and think to yourself, like, why am I here? You know what I mean? Hmm. Is this conducive to my growth? Is this conducive to my development as an individual? Mm-hmm. Is this conducive to my success as a person? Mm-hmm. And if the question is no, then why are you there? You know? Because a lot of people want to fit in. You know what I mean? The majority of our society is working class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're used to a routine. 
Mm. You know what I mean? So they're used to, you know, a routine, going to work, going home, getting the group into fitting in and being social. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, I felt that, you know, my validation and sort of my ideas and being bold gave me the confidence to stand out. To do your own thing. Yeah. To separate from that. There was no urge to, to sort of follow the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, did God play a role in that at all? I think in so. In your beliefs? I think so. You know, sort of like finding your identity and stuff like that. I believe that, yeah. Yeah? How? Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, it was just the confirmation of certain things happening in my life, you know? And I believe if when I just, you know, especially the pandemic when I was at home. Yes. Just sitting and thinking. I'd be like, okay, if I had the chance to actually go out, like, what am I going to do? But dialing into myself, like, auditing maybe the people I talk to, my friend group, like, what conversations am I having with people? Are these conversations prone to my development, you know? Yes. And that's something I really... Are they inspiring you? Exactly. You know? And I'm not... That's not to say that I'm around people that don't don't inspire me all the time. You know, I believe... Because I I hate when people are like, oh, like, cut off this person, this person... you can learn something from everyone. I'm interested in who you are as a person, yeah. not what you're providing society. But not what you're providing society. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. you know. Um, so for me, when it comes down to standing out, or when it comes down to, you know, looking outside of yourself, I felt there's a lot of things wrong with me. To be honest, at the time, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think I was acting a certain way. I was acting mature. There certain areas. You know, being cool with the cool kids, like posting up in the club, you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought, and you know, I love the club, you know? But I feel like... I miss the club. <laughs> but why am I there if it's not maybe a good friend's birthday party or something like that, you know? I miss dancing. I'm a dancer. Yeah. So okay. dancing, I don't drink. I don't do any drugs. I've never tried weed or cigarettes or anything like that. I don't smoke, so... But when people would see me at the club, they thought I was drunk just because yeah. I'm wild with the music. Yeah. I love to dance. If there's women and music around, I'm yeah. happy. And that's so one I. part. One, <laughs> that's one part about the clubs yeah. that I miss. Whether it's a lounge, it could be a lounge. It could just be anywhere with music. You know, mm-hmm. I miss that type of vibe. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I feel you. But I was I was just curious to know, like, with your being a Christian and your belief mm-hmm. in the above, and you you stated that like finding yourself outside of yourself realizing that you know you got to step outside mm-hmm. to look on the inside Facts. like you got to yeah. you got to separate the two a lot of us aren't able to we're so embroiled in the things that we we have going on yeah and our egos and stuff like that yeah. that we're not able to step away from a moment look out and be like look for look in from the outside and be like we're hey in. these are some things i need to work on big facts these are some flaws of mine these are things that I should change and work on. I might have to separate myself from some people actually to do so. Word up. Right? Yeah. I might have to pray a little bit more and meditate and stuff, right? Word so up, man. did was there any prayer involved when you were starting to find that type of um, awareness at all? What what role did God play or your belief or church or anything, if any? I think more my belief, if anything. But the belief in like myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way I look at things, you know, and how, what believing in yourself can do. Because this is the way I look at it. And this is my theory. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually thinking about saying this since, you know, this, this situation was up. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think 
the best song could have been made. But that person could have had 10 friends that said that idea sucks or didn't, you know, really support it, tarnish that person. Because we're at an age, especially in the adolescence phase where, you know, we don't know ourselves. So there's definitely insecurity. Yes. So if we all have insecurity, if people tell if 10 people and if you're not as confident who you are, 10 people can, you know, kind of sway sway you you off your track. Big facts, right? Sway you. You'll turn into somebody totally different yeah. just based off of what yeah. those people who mean so much to you say about you or not or their lack of support in you or what you're Exactly. Yeah. Right? And for me, I was like, wait a minute. Those people that are swaying you off their track, look at their credibility. Look at their list. <laughs> what are they doing? You know what I'm I mean? I'm laughing because I said something. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I think... I think I was on a show on yeah. an episode a few weeks ago. It's yeah. like I, I said something about yeah. consider the source. Yeah, you got to consider you know, the source where stuff is coming it, from. Is right? a plumber really good? Am I really <laughs> gonna believe a plumber telling me how to fix my refrigerator? Yeah, Yo, you're killing me. You know? Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm a very but, logical person. That's but why. To your see. point about like people, us being interested in yeah. people, like you never know, they could have some knowledge, and yeah. they might not be in the field of fixing fridges, yeah. but they might have a little bit of. I think it's always good to hear people out and then mm. take what you want from it, mm-hmm. what you can, if you feel like it will benefit you. I feel like everyone has something to offer, mm-hmm. but then there it's the intention behind it. Because some people don't want to see you succeed or some it's people true. just totally don't know how to support you. And it's like, these are the people that should be supporting me the most, right? So you'll take in what they say, but if you're not a strong enough person, yeah. you'll allow everything that they say to dictate your actions and your belief in yourself, your your ability to create and it, it might stump your growth because or stunt your growth because you're allowing those folks who you you put mm-hmm. so much weight into to dictate what where you're going in life because you care so much about what they think about you what they say about you their opinions their supports but if you're strong enough in yourself and you believe in yourself and what your missions are and what your dreams are then you'll be able to just take pieces out take it as constructive constructive criticism mm-hmm. and then move forward and still be you yeah i also feel this though i think when people drag you down they see potential in you that they don't have themselves that's the way i feel mm-hmm. and they'll find a way to cut that you know because mm-hmm. think about it no one wants somebody like but they'll only find a way if you let them i feel that is true i definitely agree with that statement like they right? won't succeed in their mission like that's like anyone could do anything but if I allow them to do that, or you do, or whoever, yeah, they won't succeed in that. I agree with that. That makes sense, yeah. right? But that comes from you know being a core, core individual. I would say I don't think anybody fully knows themselves, but knowing a lot about yourself, <laughs> and but having that solid frame, you know what I mean? Like no one could shake me. You know what I mean? That <laughs> solid, solid frame. But that doesn't mean you're above criticism and critique, in my opinion, right? Yeah. yeah. But if so, if I do a video, <laughs> we just went through something yesterday. Oh, for real? We, the crew and I just went through something yeah. yesterday, and we're literally the, we're pretty much detailing that. Okay. Yes, but it's just you know, hilarious. But, but I don't I think anybody's that. above critique. If I do a shit video, I want to be told this video is shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's perspective, though. What if you really think it's not shit? But no, some- I've seen, like I, I'm not as much as I believe in self. I'm aware. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware if somebody says this is horrible. Like, yeah, this song's whack. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like 10, I need to change these lyrics. Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> made some stuff or sent a script over a first version like this ain't it, mm, right? Mm. 
But that's why I keep those people around. Yes. Because, yes, yes, I don't want to say yes, men, yes, people. If I want to hear how good I am, I'll call my mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> Depending on your, your mom, man. You Some know? moms are hired, man. But They'll tell you the raw truth. And the raw truth, sometimes you need yeah. that, right? But in... But I'm saying, but you keep people around you to be honest with you, 100%. you know, and that's what I and that's what I appreciate and push you to that next level, right? Because <laughs> if we're if I'm keeping it like all the way one one thousand right 100, now, yeah, my art and work got better when I had people that told me the truth and tell me what I didn't want to hear. That's when things got better. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at. That's the way I look at shit. You know what I mean? To keep it all the way 1,000. I don't like you as a guest. (laughs) I feel like, did I say something? You you should be here like a month from now. Okay, okay. Not the day after something. Yeah, oh man, my bad. You're mirroring yesterday. So I I don't disagree. I'm just going to say, I do not disagree. What you're saying is facts. Yeah. And I'm learning that now as well. And teamwork does make the dream work. And it's the intent behind. Yeah. That type of support that yeah. you're you're getting, whether it's constructive yeah. things you might not want to hear, but it's not to shoot you down. It's yeah. to improve you. It's to yeah. uplift you yeah. and make sure that you're better. And it's good to have a good circle yeah. or square. That's why, yeah. like, I also commend Drake. You know what I mean? Like, his team is very honest with him. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I definitely feel like there are times where, like, hey, look, you're the biggest rap star in the world, but you know, this might not be it. You yes, know? yes. And he's humble enough to understand. It's interesting. I met two people that know met that know him, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Ryan, and they say he is the most humble guy they know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why he is what he is. He recognizes, hey, look, I keep people around for a reason, you know? <laughs> yes. That's the way I look at it, you know? It's a ship. It's a ship. And every ship has its crew, has its captain. You know what I'm saying? So I think it is important for the longest while for me like it's it i would shut people out or like i would run into the like the mm-hmm. people that just didn't fit fit yeah. the mold fit the vision right and i'm grateful that i finally found like the right individuals that are around me because mm-hmm. they inspire me, you know they've Big always facts. inspired me it's like you don't realize you've always had the right people around you you just yeah. didn't bring them all together in one room you facts. have them in these little pockets right mm-hmm. and you you interact with them in these moments but it's like, yo, what if I brought everyone together? Imagine what you could create and, yeah. and come up with and, like, accomplish. Yeah. With everyone just being honest, brutally honest with one another, inspiring mm-hmm. one another, uh, supporting. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, yeah. And that's the way I sort of look at things. And um, But also understanding everybody in the team has a role. And, you know, me personally, if I go into another situation, I'm not the leader at all. Mm. I learned from better leaders around me, so mm. that's something that I'm excited about personally. What's your, um, how would you define, if you don't mind me asking, your relationship with, with God? What's your relationship I like? I think I have a good one. He's blessed me. You know what I mean? I got to say, I'm definitely a very blessed individual. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, that's, I think that's such an interesting question because how do you define a bad one between a good one? I don't know. With God? Yeah, I don't know. You don't think that you could def- you could describe it in the same way you would with a with a person, with another human being? No, you I don't, don't think, think so. you could have a bad relationship with that. I don't think so, because first and foremost, like if we're talking about like, because if somebody that knows about God in the church, it's me. I will tell you with most certainty and confidence. I've been in that world all my life. Yeah. So if it's somebody that has that certain 
certainty, yeah. it's me. I think everybody's relationship with God is different. You know what I mean? It is, yeah. It's different, right? And I think that's something that's between the person and them. And that's the way I look at yes. it. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So a bad relate people could say they have a bad relationship with God if they're not getting what they want. Mm. You know what I mean? And people could say they have a good relationship with God when they get what they want. Yes. Why do people pray to God when things are going bad, not when things are going good? Right. You know? Right. I always ask myself those questions. So I believe if I'm walking in my own purpose as an individual, you know what I mean? And I'm conveying, I'm not like to be told because I'm a super honest person. Like I don't go to church on Sundays, but I believe if I take a lot of the teachings that I find valuable personally, that I find valuable, like, you know, treat people right and things of that nature, then I think I should be good. Oh, he hears you. He hears you. No, I w- I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. That's yeah. the way I've. That's my perspective and point of view on things. No, I appreciate that. I I agree with you about it. Is to each his own. Like your relationship is. It's a private relationship as well, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not really big on religion. Mm-hmm. I might use God as like lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's what we've been taught. But I I feel connected to a higher power, higher Word. source, right? And I create through that. Even mm-hmm. my relationships that I have, it's it's because of God. It's mm-hmm. because uh, we're here today because of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It not working out in there. It's because of God. God knows it's not going to work in there. Mm-hmm. So word, it provides word, word. us these opportunities to be out here and to be in a better space. Facts. To create and feel more confident and comfortable with, with each other to share, mm-hmm. to talk about him. Word up. Word up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have those uh, similar, similar, um, a similar mentality to mm-hmm. work, especially when it comes to the relationship. But yeah. A lot of us experience God very differently. Mm-hmm. I just never understood why people thought think that you do share. Like we'll we'll talk about the church, right? You'll mm-hmm. have let's just say a hundred people that are a part of the congregation. Yeah. For some strange reason, everyone in that building tends to feel or think that they view God the same. Like because you're following this this specific congregation, yeah. like the image of God is the same, but we all view God very differently in our brains word and we all experience god in different ways right mm-hmm. so what like how do we all worship the same god that's an interesting thing but again that that's more of the spiritual type of realm for me i'm a very like fact-based person so i i don't know if i can come with a conclusion or a you know i'm just asking you yeah to that statement thoughts. you know yeah, yeah. i don't know how to say that because that's more in the spiritual realm you know like certain things i would talk about like confidence things like that's sort of based on fact or societal fact, or you know, our subject. the confidence. Like, no, it's con- like we're just talking about like the idea of confidence, or the idea of you know cutting people off. You don't think that's not spiritual? The confidence, or that's not a, there's no spiritual aspect to confidence. Well, define confidence. Belief in oneself, right? Yeah, I think. Okay, belief in oneself, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, you know, I'll give you it's confidence, it's spiritual belief. I yeah, feel there's right. spir- spirituality attached to that. I don't think society teaches us how to be confident at all. I think society wants us to be the opposite. Really? I think that confidence is something you have to find within yourself, and mm. the spiritual realm yeah. or God is connected to that. Well, you know, actually, like I Carlos think- can't give me confidence if I. You can't. I actually disagree with that statement wholeheartedly. Respectfully. You know what I mean? Let's go. Okay. So let's talk about kids that succeed or, or people that succeed, right? Yeah. Versus people that don't. Yeah. People that do well are 
generally speaking, people that grow up in a two-parent household versus a one-parent household, right? I'm I, listening. I, no, I'm I was, listening. Actually, I'm no, listening. Let me reframe you, the word no, succeed. Because no, yeah, there just, are people that succeed in a one-parent. But in terms of... Because all That's just what back, we see. That's, yeah. what they're, that's what we see. But I want to just reframe that. and say there are people yeah. that have succeeded and will succeed from a one-parent household. I just want to yes, express for that, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah. Because if one parent's doing the job of two parents, that's commendable. Right. But I think growing up in a two-parent household will really... See, I grew up in a two-parent household for a very long time. And I can see how that has made me more confident, having the father and the mother figure in my life. Mm. So I do believe people inspire confidence in you. I think in relation to society, yes. right? Yes. For example, being black, being dehumanized and things of that nature, or saying that you can't do it or all that, that's how... And I and it's to your credit. That's how they take your confidence away. But I believe it all starts in the house. It all yes. starts at home. Yes, everything does. Because yeah. your home is your foundation. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And if that foundation is built, then that makes the confidence, right? But what happens when you have an environment that is so toxic and has been created to your detriment? It's, it's created to, to, to weigh you down, and then you... Out of this rubble and this flame and fire, out comes this fo- this flower, this daisy of confidence from an in- one individual who has overcome those things. That's one individual. So what about everybody So it's else? an anomaly. Ah, uh, yeah, to a degree, right? Because we always think like, for every one Drake, how many people are trying to be Drake? You know what I mean, I think for every one person that forged out a fire, look at Fifty Cent. His story is crazy. You know what crazy. I mean? Yeah. Like his mom was shot. Murdered when yeah. he was young. Yeah, yeah, like on paper, that story wasn't supposed to work. Yes, but why did it work? You know what I mean? It fueled him. It, it fueled, fueled him. him. Yeah, but I'll tell you, there's so many people, unfortunately, in that scenario. Yeah, that it probably crushed them. They've gone the opposite. Yeah, opposite. or probably didn't yeah. inspire confidence. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I do believe it comes, but I think that's why. But I they like, found it in themselves. I, I, okay, let's let's meet in the middle and say it. I, I think both plays a part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because something can happen to you. That's the fact, yeah. right? That's the fact base. Like, yes, my 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 father abused me as a child. Yeah, that's the fact. Yeah. But now the internal part, the spiritual part, is like, will I allow that abuse yeah. to shape me into an abusive being, a, a person who's been abused, and allow that to shape me in a negative way, or will I use that Very to true. my advantage? That's the mindset. Okay. That's the shifting of the mindset. Mm. You know what I mean? I believe, and I, you're right. Because I, like, I'm not disagreeing with you at no, all. No, no, this you is great. I mean? This is beautiful I, content. Your your perspective is very true. You know what I mean? It's, but that, in that moment, is the shifting of the mindset. And the shifting of the mindset, I feel. Yeah. If, again, let's go back to friends. You know what I mean? If you have a bunch of friends around you that don't want you to succeed, you know, how is your mindset going to change? Or how is... I, and that's where you go back to, you know, looking outside of yourself and dialing into who you are. Yeah, yeah. And for me personally, what changed my mindset was I met, you know, a bunch of successful people. And they were like, we see something in you or you're going to succeed. Yeah. If you, if these people meet a bunch of people, why are they all telling you the same thing? Right. Right. Because I'll be because this is getting now. I told you it was going to get real. <laughs> I think for a long period of time, I didn't have any confidence very insecure myself and i will admit that yeah but you know again you know but we all have insecurities we have to be honest with those insecurities but that doesn't mean those insecurities have to shape us into 
into the worst versions of ourselves. We could allow those things to fuel us. Like I, I feel like we're both saying the same things, In but also challenging way. the same idea. Like we're yeah. we're challenging each other's ideas, but also think the same and are saying it just yeah. in different ways. Like. It, it, it all plays a role. Yeah. It all plays a role. You got to find it yeah. within yourself, you know, and yeah. it, it starts just like it starts at home. Yeah. It starts with yourself as well. When, yeah. when you leave that home, mm-hmm. it's time for you to live. It's time for you to leave the birdcage. So now Word. you have to find things in yourself yeah. to you're going to take everything you learned, take everything you mm-hmm. witnessed, you, wit- you were a witness to, whether it was something negative or positive mm-hmm. and figure out how you're going to use those things that are your foundation, whether mm-hmm. negative or positive to transform into this being that you've you see yourself becoming Mm -hmm. but are you you could either become the biggest asshole (laughs) or the most inspiring individual that inspires others standing on a soapbox every thanksgiving or every month preaching to the to the community about how like believe in yourself too because i do you know what i'm saying it could all God plays a role in that. The universe, yeah. you, you, your heart, feelings, mm-hmm. the frame of mind thing. I like that you said yeah. that, but I feel like feelings play a part too. Because your mind and your heart, they go, they go to war, yeah. very, very often. Yeah, I feel like we confuse our thoughts with our feelings sometimes, and vice versa. And sometimes we'll we'll spark a thought and it evokes a feeling, mm-hmm. and they go to war. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to feel sometimes based on our thoughts, you know, because mm-hmm. we're thinking something we're hurt or we want something so badly mm-hmm. but if you find a way to control your emotions and channel them into something different or express yourself through art forms mm-hmm. and, and get that hurt or that pain those things that have been holding you back i think that you could find a way to to master both i think change so. the frame of mind change the frame yeah, of heart i agree with that frame I, of body mind and soul spirit yeah, that makes sense you know what I, i'm saying yeah, and I also want to clarify one thing because I did grow up in a two-parent household. I said there's times where I was unconfident. It was because my parents weren't together at a certain time. So I just didn't want to sound like I was contradicting myself at a certain no. point in time. Yeah, I get that. I understand your perspective of you're right, you know? But I think that's understanding who you are. Yes, it goes that's back where it to comes that. Like, yeah, let's go back to that. That's, yeah, yeah. The, that's the core thing, understanding oneself. Oneself. Yes, yes. And I think that's the most... And to the show, who are you, right? Exactly. Like, that's, yeah. But I think, in my honest opinion, that's the most difficult journey you can go on. I think it is our journey. It is our purpose to to figure out who we are and to develop into some sort of version of ourselves before we leave here. And maybe when we do leave, it's not over. We transition into a different version of self. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a subjective purpose, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Talk to me. Because, like, okay, so you're basically saying... You know our purpose is to sort of figure out who we are right there well, are people that have i feel like it's a big purpose of, for us yeah i think is this like a of our existence of our existence i i think my goal one of my missions to yeah. be on this to to exist yeah. is to figure out who i am for you and you and for some of us yeah some okay okay some when, of us i thought you meant like objectively because there are definitely people who have definitely passed away that didn't know who they were. You know what I mean? They didn't get a chance to. And because to. they passed away. They didn't get an opportunity to. Actually, I wouldn't necessarily say the opportunity, right? Because knowing who you, oh, Well, babies die. It's true. Babies die. They didn't even get a chance to live. But they serve a purpose. We don't know it because well, it's above us. But I okay. I go, 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 go. I feel where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. 
but my sort of premise in this whole situation is that we see I feel like there are people that have you know passed away yes. that it's because they didn't know who they were meaning as in if there's you know a kid doing drugs at a party and he passes away because of those hard drugs he didn't know who he was right yeah because he put himself in that sort of environment yes so that's sort of my perspective on that topic i i do understand where you're coming from because are you talking about serving a purpose or purpose because those are two different things the serving of purposes i feel external it's ex- it's ex- it's external mm-hmm. when you're serving a purpose you know yeah. but the per- our purpose is an internal thing yeah. and that's we might not know what 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 the missions are for for our existence mm-hmm. we could try to figure we could try to assume like maybe yeah. my mission is to figure out who i am it's true and to deliver a message to the people it's true i'm just assuming i don't yeah. even know for a fact right because i didn't yeah. put me here it's yeah, and, and you didn't you know so we don't know per se but i believe it's a belief of mine that i do believe we're meant to figure out who we are that's a big yeah, that part of sense. our purpose okay yeah. that makes sense that yeah. makes sense. again and my I logical get, brain no, kicking i get in. what you i get what you're saying as well <laughs> yeah. i agree with you ladies and gentlemen you have been tuning into the who and how club we are sitting with mike regis today we got the quiet council in the background shout out amazing, to my management amazing team peeps. amazing, amazing team um, I'm t- truly grateful to have the, these uh, unique individuals in my life and to be sitting across a unique individual Thank such you, as man. Mike Regis. I'm learning a lot from him. I hope you all Likewise. are too. No, this is awesome, man. I'm having so much fun. If there's anything that you've heard today that sort of resonates with you, if it's triggered a feeling or a thought and you want to continue the conversation on those specific topics, don't be afraid to reach out to Mike Regis on Instagram at Mike Regis www.mikeregis.com or you could holler at the who and how club at who how club on all social media platforms you could touch base with only one with eris dejan your host uh at only one eris on all social media platforms uh of course the website's whohowclub.com you can find our email there and you can message us and uh we can keep the convo going we're talking about a lot of stuff and the goal for today was not to just talk about what mike regis does but who mike regis is pick his brain on things um see what he evo- what what evokes his you know his feelings and his passions about what he does so that when you go and look at his work you'll you'll understand the person and the vision even more so and it'll mean that much more that's what we do on the show Word. right Word. so we're gonna we're gonna go into this little segment here um i'm just gonna throw some it's like a little lightning round okay let's do it i'm gonna throw a couple th- just a couple of shots out to you mm-hmm. and first thing that comes to your mind yeah you just you just speak, all right? Um, uh, favorite movie? American Beauty. Why? I think it really tied in my favorite. I, I wasn't expecting that. But Have you seen it? Yeah. I love that movie. I don't like it. Really? Okay, let, let's I, talk about it. I, I, <laughs> I know there's an actor in there that, you know. No, I'm he, cool. He's, I still respect him. Yeah. I, I, I can't take away from his work. Yeah. The guy's a great actor. His actions yeah. are different. You know, his, I know I feel you. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, but in our society, we they don't separate the art from the artist anymore. Well, we need to try to change that narrative because um, we can't change what he's done. Very true. You in, know? in the art field, like those movies are out there, we could find them, and mm-hmm. we can't say he's not talented. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a great actor, but that film just seems like it's. I don't know. It just yeah. it's it's like porn to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, I understand. I understand. Like, it makes me feel ox. Like it's like so. Like I like those movies though. It mm-hmm. makes you think. It makes you feel. Yeah. 
but it's like it's one of those movies where you feel like I shouldn't be watching this like I shouldn't be witnessing this you know interesting that's how it made me feel as a kid growing up I think the reason why I liked it is because like it's art though it is art I will agree with it It is an Um, artistic film it addressed things that I like I'm big I like sociology you know what I mean so it's in my opinion it's a sociological film it's the what I interpreted of it I my interpretation of the piece it's that on the outside this family has the American dream yes you know what I mean the white picket fence the big house and all that type of stuff but little do we know all the demons they deal with. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. And that's all of us. That's all of us. Right? Yeah. The surface, what we see on the surface yeah. is not. What? Yeah. And that's why I like that movie. Because yes. it really had a great critique on, you know, society. I'm with um, you. Well, especially American society. Yes. Because American yeah. society. It broke down those, yeah, those yeah. walls of what we thought. Like the money. like the white picket fence stuff. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yes. And it was great because as a person of color, you're like, oh, wait, like they got problems like me, you know? Um, Not like us, but <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I meant you know what exa- you're That's, totally right. That movie really, de- <laughs> yeah. No. But I meant uh, not definitely to the degree I'm of us. You, yeah. But I feel. But I feel like black people already knew that. The the problems or or white people problems. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I feel like yeah. uh, we were always aware of those yeah. those types of you know. But it, like, but everybody has like a subjective reality with their problems. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's something I found very interesting about the film. And, and I don't know it's. I just thought it was a really good film. That's why I. Think I'm with you. It is a good film. Yeah. No, no. But you could see, remember Great Arts Polarizing, right? I'm with you. Um. um so that's sort of my uh, my favorite movie. Worst creation. <laughs> um. Let me think. I did a. A video, I don't want to say too much because people can find it on YouTube, but that taught me so much. That was the only video I took up because I thought it was going to further my career and make me more money, and it backfired. And that taught me the biggest lesson, you know. What does family mean to you? Everything. Best creation. It's not out yet. You know, that's yet to come. I still need to live a lot of life before that best creation comes. Don't think about the name of the city that yeah. you were born in when I ask you this question. Okay. Think deeper. Well, okay, wait. So, so reframe that question. I'm not, I haven't asked it yet. Okay. But don't. Think of the I'm city. Prefacing, I'm okay. prefacing. Do not think of the city. Don't give me that, that answer. Okay. The city. But where do you come from? Ooh. Where do I come from? And don't think of a don't think of a city. Don't 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 be, allow the city a city yeah. to be your answer. Think where in your words in your mind. Oh, that's a deep from? one. I don't know, man. I think I come from. I'm a logical person. I come from my parents, obviously, but I think on a spiritual sense, I don't know. That's a question that I can't answer right now. What triggered, um, what triggered you to become the version of you that you are today? Like, what's the last thing you went through? And you're like, oh, okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm really Mike Regis now. I think just this, you know what I mean? Like, I used to, I, I PA'd right behind us, and, like, now, like, it was a dream. Like, imagine, like, being interviewed. Like, I used to watch people I was a fan of being interviewed. Like, having my name, counsel, like, you know, Carlos hit me up on Instagram. Like, that's cool, you know what I mean? And to me, that's where I'm like, okay, this is working. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like those are little, like, validation steps for me. 
and I think that's now I'm becoming who I am, you know, and mm. and now things are finally going right for me. I can treat people better, mm. which makes me super happy deep down. So where are you going? Man, going. I think for me, man, I'm going. I'm going. I want to say because because I want to say going up. But I think I'm moving towards my purpose. Mm. You know, mm. I feel like I'm going up, hopefully in terms of success and all. No, in terms of saying this confidently in terms of success and things, these types of things, but towards my purpose. Yes. And that's where I feel I'm going towards, you know, this, my direction. Okay. Last question before we go into the next segment. Um, why do you do what you do? As I fe- honestly, I feel like for me, it's a uh, it's as I grow older. I think it's, I think I bring a lot of value, you know, like real talk, you know what I'm saying? To the world? Yeah. But my value is I've lived a very interesting reality, you know what I mean? Yeah. That differs from certain people. And I think my insights can provide a lot of empathy and understanding, you know? Like, have you seen Fruitvale Station? Yes. I think that film's amazing, you know what I mean? I apologize. I have not seen it. That's that's Ryan Krugler. His first it's one. It's the first one. Yeah. yeah with with uh, Michael B. Yeah, I can't watch it. You'll cry, man. You'll I'm cry- I want to cry now. Just thinking You'll, about it. It's I, the, 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 the true story yeah. is enough for me. I don't cool. need to watch the film to relive that 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 story, you know. But I understand yeah. how how uh, how meaningful that film is, and especially it being his first one. Yeah, I haven't watched it. But what it does is like there are white people that came out of that theater tearing up and stuff and feeling. That's the power of something for you, another person from another experience that will never deal with the problems you'll ever deal with ever to feel something and change the way they go moving forward to me i think that's compelling you would hope so Mm -hmm. you would hope so i remember i went to watch uh birth of a nation oh word word the 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 nate Nate, Nate, Nate Nate parker nate Nate parker Parker version yeah and uh I remember I sat in the front row and mm-hmm. I brought a lot of my I, I purposely like invited my black friends yeah. and my black girlfriend at like you know it was a group of black folks that went mm. to go watch the movie purposely I, I said mm-hmm. I want us all to go watch this and at the end of the movie the credits are going up the lights come on and yeah. I look behind because yeah. I like sitting at the front front yeah. uh, every movie doesn't matter but I look at the back and I see a, a black guy co- walking down the steps with his white girlfriend word really white girlfriend like, like yeah yeah no. like, like yo that mustang over there i was like that's my car it's a <laughs> it's a challenger <laughs> okay so i'm not a car guy as y'all know okay no no what i are, think i need what some are the odds that you point at my car though that's it is a challenger it's a dodge, it's a dodge challenger. challenger i could see, okay you know what look everybody <laughs> Um, I'm very good at making films. Yo, I need to learn more about cars. Need, we'll put that in your next film. Man. Yes, yes. Listen, yeah. listen. My thoughts. That's hilarious. That's the, awesome, man. The, th- the thoughts on my, the thoughts that I had was like, um, I wonder how that car ride home is gonna be. Yeah. After watching a film such as that, mm-hmm. so like when you mentioned like people leaving the theater and stuff, hopefully mm-hmm. it does give them perspective and Mm -hmm. and, uh, some sort of awareness and realization to to Mm -hmm. something that they weren't exposed to before right yeah so yeah even like have you seen crazy rich asians no i love that movie right and what's interesting is i'm the furthest away from that reality yeah i mean yeah but i learned so much empathy yeah do you want to say something okay 
All right, so Mike Regis, thank you for the lightning round. We're going to go into, before we close off, we're going to go into a segment that we like to call Ask the Club. Yeah. It's where our guests get an opportunity to pose questions, uh, bring yeah. some questions to the table to mm -hmm. ask the club if anybody hears anything that, that sort of resonates with them. Like I said, they could be in a part of that convo or any questions you have for me. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, we can wrap yeah. up. My first question for the club is like, how do you all come together like this and how you know unified in this vision and in th and in this mission <laughs> I'm gonna answer I don't know how to answer it'll be um, how did we come together uh, the team the team that you see today the quiet council our management agency um, it, it's a collective of people that I've been connected with throughout mm -hmm. my life, you know, people that have inspired me, yeah. guided me, mentored me from my perspective. And uh, uh, they've 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 played a role in my life in some way, shape or form. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like you have these groups of the, these individuals in your life that mean something to you, mm -hmm. but they're all in little pockets. Word, word, word. And you're like, why don't you just bring everyone together so and you could create no. and build together, you know? Because mm -hmm. everyone has something to, to has a talent, has mm -hmm. a power. Mm -hmm. I look at my talents as powers. This mm -hmm. is stuff that I was born with, these, these abilities, you know? Mm -hmm. And I see abilities in the people that I keep close to me. Word. And it just so happens that we have similar visions and we said, let's, let's come together Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like make the vision come come to life, just like the who and how club. Like this was just an idea word, just an idea. And then you fast forward and we're being nominated for like best branded podcast. Like congrats, you, congratulations. Things you never thought would you, you didn't plan for that part. Mm -hmm. You plan to bring this to life. Mm -hmm. But you didn't plan to to see all this progress. Word, word, word. It just comes with the territory. And that's what the team that I'm a part of represents. And these are gentlemen and, and females that mean so much to me that it, on, it only made sense for us to come together and to that's create. Because cool. when I make it, they make it. And Facts. vice versa. Word, word, I already word. know, you know. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, my next question would be, where do you see this going in the next five years? five years yeah um it has to i feel like this i want to i want to be able to 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 hand it off yeah to to hand it off to somebody and have them run it mm -hmm. while we just go do something else word 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 you know turn this into we have plans on uh we have big plans for this mm -hmm. you know the, the podcast is just one component of the who and how club brand Mm -hmm. It's a brand. It's a movement. Mm -hmm. It's an event series. It's a blog. Mm -hmm. It's not just a podcast. It's going to be a not-for-profit organization. Nice. It's going to be, you know, it's it's going to be a, a movement. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a record label. It's going to be things, you know, word, where word. we could just step outside, step away from it, and hand it off. And so have we it, want like, run itself. Yeah, have it. It'll have its own legs. You know, people will see the logo yeah. and 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 can uh, identify with it. Mm -hmm. Who and how? That's true. It's us. It's it's everybody. And my next question is, how did you come up with the name? I know a lot of. I know that's, but it's actually like because you all better trademark that. You know, this is a really good name. Who says it's not? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But um, we're, we're the thing is with this collective, we're like five steps ahead. That's so good. we're that's we're good all good, but. Um, I I'm an, I'm a, I am a man of ideas, mm -hmm. and it's not to toot my own horn, but I feel like sometimes you have to toot your own horn. Let him know. I I don't run out of ideas. Mm -hmm. I never do. 
like we were in that room mm-hmm. and I needed to just stand in the corner and mm-hmm. think about what we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. And I thought about what we're doing next and we just ran with it. Right. Like I, I just my brain is always going, even when it seems like it's not. Mm-hmm. And uh, to come up with the title for this, it was very simple. It was mm-hmm. just I, I what was my focus? Mm-hmm. People, Word. people intrigue me. Mm-hmm. And what makes the world go round? Us. Word. Who are we? We don't word. know. Word, word, word. How do we become who we are? We don't even del- delve into that enough. Mm-hmm. How many? You mentioned Drake, or you mentioned yeah. any artist. Let's just say, right? We see them pop up. Mm. We know they're famous. They're a famous actor, famous somebody, but we don't know that journey. Mm-hmm. And they might do a one-hour special that'll show pieces of that journey. But there's more to that. Mm-hmm. What's their beginning? How did they get there? Did they become the version of themselves that we are witnessing and wow. partaking in Word today? Up. You know that what I'm saying? Sense. So that's that's the goal. It's like, who are you and how? How did you become you? Awesome. And uh, I'd say my final question. I would even just say it's more of an appreciation. Thank you all for having me. I had so much. I this I can't say like because I don't want other podcasts to get mad, but I would say the enjoyment, you know, <laughs> was very, very high on this one. You know what I mean? And I really want to say thank you. It's an awesome big fan so thank you all for having me can we cheers to that and show the people the logo show the people the logo other way other way other way yep but either way hashtag twhc mike regis i'll be honest with you i I feel the same like you being like every guest we have on kind of ups ups the ante on on the energy and everything on the combos Mm -hmm. and the subject matter so today was very unique Thank you. So I appreciate you and your energy and for being patient with us and to just rolling with, with the, the switches and the changes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're definitely going to have you back on. These aren't conversations that just end here. Mm-hmm. The goal is to follow our guests and to bring them back and to continue with, oh, their, definitely. you know, see where they're at in their lives. You know what I'm saying? So this won't be the first time the folks see you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all. Thank you. all, Ladies and gentlemen, you know, the slogan, you are the who and how club. I am the who and how club and we are the who's and how's of this world. Without you, without me, there is no we. So Thanks. why don't we just spend it just, you know, sharing experiences with one another, conversing and picking each other's brains on how we think, feel, how we live. We're sharing this one thing that we all have in common and it's called life. And that's why we created this safe space and this platform to just talk, talk to strangers, people you don't know, and just just share. Facts. That's facts. how you learn. So you learn about others and you learn about yourself. You've been tuning in to the Who and How Club. It's your boy, Eris Dejan. Uh, I'll check in with all of you in a week. Shout out to the Quiet Council. One. One. No, that's fun, man. Thank you all. We got deep, you know? Thank you. Sorry, yeah, we got into it, you know? <laughs>
father that's what it's similar to here in the background, right? But uh, he tends to feel like, I guess he's, he's moving, I guess he's decided to, to take the next step and, and, and take more uh, responsibility over his church and, and things like that. So he's become very judgmental. So things that we, that used to be okay, that we used to be, we can just hang out, you know, Sort of parties and stuff like that. You never do anything crazy or anything like that. But, but all of that stuff is it's now it's out of his lane. Like it's not doing it. We're not going out here. Not and now. But it's not only that. Like I appreciate the fact that you know you decided to take this step in your life. And I salute you 100. Now, now that because he's removed himself, he wants everybody to remove themselves, and now it's a problem. Like what are you doing? That's where so I think it's think for everyone you have to find, like you said, everyone has their own and find themselves within So that's why I Yeah, no man, you guys are you guys are dropping jewels. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Is that my Thank you again for sending this up, man. Thank you. My pleasure. Mike, if you have anything you want to promote, just let us know. Have um, you back on the show next year, or I'll even I'll even post your shit. Like, thank you. Like, um, you yeah, to, actually, I have a short film that's going to be on. So one of six directors chosen in Canada next month. Uh, and when voting comes, I'll just send. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, send thank it to you, me. Man. I'll put it on. Yeah, so, so I just want to vote. Thank you, yeah, thank yeah, you, man. Like, yeah, you're part of the club now. So oh no, I, I enjoyed that. You're, you're a club alumni. Thank you, man. We gotta do another one. It was deep, right? Like I liked it.